What's going on and welcome to episode 20 of the Talk Sports Podcast. We finally hit that number after a few months. Um, I'm here once again with, of course, my man, the Geek Slays. How's it going? Oh, it's going. <laughs> it, it, it is going. Um, man, it's been weird being a fan of the NFL this year, for sure. Yes, it has. Um, we've, we've had some interesting things to talk about on the podcast. And today we're just going to break down what we saw in week. It was week 12, right? That's what we're looking at. Uh, yes. What we saw in week uh, twelve. Maybe. I couldn't I tell you anymore. It it <laughs> it. We're gonna break down a week of the NFL, whatever number it was. Um, it was week twelve? Yeah. Okay. We're gonna talk about Ooh. some of the things that surprised us, some of the things that really didn't surprise us, because there were a few things, and uh, basically just talk all things NFL. So getting started with the Thanksgiving games, was there anything that stood out to you here? Because I have a few things. Oh man. Um. I think that as much as we all say the Lions play better than their record, they're not winning a game. Dan Campbell coached a terrible game on Thanksgiving. He did. He coached a bad game. Do you know what's you... sad? He still coached a better game than Matt Nagy, though. <laughs> yeah, no, he did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that there will be any consideration in the Lions organization of firing Dan Campbell after this year. Think about it. You go winless. Oh. He He's had some bad games. I know he's the new guy and they're trying to rebuild, but I could honestly, I wouldn't be surprised, is all I'm going to say, if, uh, if, if we see him get fired. I would be. I mean, I think you had to know as an organization that this was going to be a bad year to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that... He, he's going to get the benefit of the doubt on this year. I mean, they don't really have a quarterback. I, I'm sorry, Jared Goff supporters. He's not a good quarterback. Yeah, but um, they, they, they have no weapons for him at all. They won't be able to improve that quarterback situation until at least like year after next because this quarterback class is weak. I mean, I could see him getting, you know, a. Uh, Desmond Ritter, maybe in the second round. Yeah. Or uh, I think it's pretty the, obvious. The guy from who's the guy out of Liberty? No, out Liberty. of Liberty. Matt Corral is going to be a first rounder, but uh, Malik I don't Taylor. know if it's worth it. Malik Taylor, thank you. I, he could be good. That's the thing with this year's draft class, right? Is there are three guys who could be good, but there's no one. No one's up to the caliber of any of the first oh, yeah. round guys from oh, last yeah. year, which is right. tough. Here, here's I saw something on Twitter. This guy was saying that Matt Corral is going to be the Josh Rosen of this draft class. Well, mm, where he'll, so. well, he'll get picked like higher than everybody else, but end up just having a bomb career, which I don't agree with because I like Matt Corral a lot. Um, See, Rosen only got picked over Lamar, though. Right. So that that argument's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like that. What about the quarterback out of Wyoming? Is he going to be a first rounder? <laughs> no, no. Do, do you even know his neither name? Neither of them. <laughs> uh, which one? Name? There's two. Because they they replaced their starter like halfway oh. through the year, <laughs> so I couldn't tell you the new guy's name. He's also <laughs> not good, but he's nowhere near as bad as the Sean Chambers kid. I've never seen a is, quarterback be that bad. Is ever. Josh Allen like the only good quarterback in Wyoming like history? Like he has to be, right? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Speaking of Josh Allen, I mean I are we really surprised that the Saints played as bad as they did? Are we really no, surprised? Absolutely not. They 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 got a, they got a reality check. <laughs> for sure. I think I don't know what to think about the Bills still though. I'm a little like, worried cuz Josh Allen threw a couple of bad picks. Josh Allen has played poorly all season. And he I was having an argument with somebody about it, you know. Well, his weapons still aren't great. He's has the best team around him he's ever had and looks worse mm-hmm. than he ever has. It's yeah. not good. Something's bad. Mm. Because Josh Allen was 23 for 28, 260, four touchdowns, two interceptions. Which by yeah. which isn't terrible. No. But Trevor Simeon was 17 for 29, 163, and one touchdown. So, right. That, right. I mean, I, I don't know. The Bills worry me. 
They do. I think they're. I'm. I'm definitely worried for them come January. Um, and it's going to be tough because I don't know if they win their division at this. I was going to say they might not Patriots even win their division. So good. They have the Patriots. Their next game is the Patriots Monday night next week. Um, next Monday in Buffalo, so that'll be definitely a real test for both teams. Um, yeah. Speaking of the Patriots, Mac Jones. I don't know what's going on, but he's balling. He's balling. And he's by far the best rookie quarterback. So far, I would. By the way, they're playing. I'd have to agree. Um, I've Trevor Lawrence. My thing is so bad. I don't. (sighs) So okay. So I I have a couple things here. I think Mac Jones is getting a lot of praise, kind of where he shouldn't. Um, because the same reasons people are criticizing, you know, a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, right, or. Certain other quarter, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I expected more out of him. I expected more out of him. I didn't. Um, But, you know, the captain checkdown guys that people get made fun of for, Mac Jones deserves to be the best rookie quarterback because he throws the ball negative two yards every play. Like, Uh, he hasn't been that impressive. Not, in the like thing is, the actually the throwing the ball down them. the field, <laughs> right? That no, I get that. But what I'm my point is, we're heaping praise on him, like he's playing out of this world. When really, yeah, it's like the 2015 Broncos, right? Peyton wasn't winning them games; he was just getting it to his weapons, and his weapons would make plays. And. It's similar in the same way because that Broncos defense was insane. Right. And the Patriots defense right. is playing out of their minds. Right. Now, granted, they just played a Titans offense who's missing A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, and Derrick Henry. Yeah. But I don't know. I just think We've that, seen that Patriots defense hold yeah. good teams, though, also. So I... Right. Because Jamar Chase didn't have that good of a game, I'm, I'm thinking that we're getting scarily close to Mac Jones running around with the Offensive Rookie of the Year award just because he's a quarterback. This like, race is exactly like last year's Herbert yeah. and Jefferson race. It's oh, exactly and, the uh, same. And it's probably going to end similarly, too. Sadly, I agree. It's it's a quarterback if, award. And, I mean, it, look at the team. Like, Mac Jones is going to get credited for bringing the Patriots back to relevance because nobody's going to talk about the $200 million spent in free agency and – <laughs> yeah, All I mean, it's just going to be Mac Jones credit season. Yeah, and I, I do agree with you that Mac Jones does not deserve as much credit as he's getting, but statistically, nobody's even come close to him. Oh, no. Um, I would get, say I'm just from watching the, watching the guys play, I think Mac Jones ends up being a Teddy Bridgewater type guy. He's never going to lose you games, but he's never going to win you games either. Where... I've seen flashes from Justin Fields and from Trevor Lawrence that show me that they could still be very, very good. It's just their teams are so bad and so poorly coached in both cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Nagy and Urban Meyer both need to go. Um, Yeah, absolutely. But, um... Speaking of of Justin Fields, I I I'm having this argument with a guy on my floor last night. Do you, he thinks that Andy Dalton should start for the Bears even when Fields is healthy? I agree. I not that Justin Fields doesn't deserve the starting job. I'm sorry, I don't want Justin Fields to fucking die. That is true. That is true. That offensive line is terrible. If you can let Andy Dalton play it out, Fields can still be learning in the background, still develop, Mm. but you don't risk getting your guy killed. We don't need another Andrew Luck situation. We we really don't. (laughs) No. Um, and yeah, that's, that's about all I have to say. Fire Matt Nagy, please. Chicago, get rid of Matt Nagy. Chicago's Uh, doing the same thing Minnesota's doing. They're waiting until the end of the year. hundred percent. Yeah. Rounding out the Thanksgiving games. There's not much to say. Cowboys just, Anthony Brown sucks. Simple as that. Um, Anthony Brown. PFF that still game. has him ranked as a top five corner, though. Of course they do. 
But I'm sorry. If PFF is your argument for a player being better than another player, I your opinion's invalid. PFF you, is you. Awful. You can look at literally any ranking, and you. I I I guarantee I disagree with every single one of them. <laughs> right. Every position. The only thing they do kind of okay is offensive line. PFF does a decent job with O lines. They do, yeah, they do do a good job with O lines. And the only PFF thing that I've agreed with so far is them having Jalen Waddle as one of the highest graded uh, rookie receivers. Yeah, that man's good. Because I love Jalen Waddle. We don't. I literally we never talk about Jalen Waddle. Because he's on the Dolphins, but well, and because I mean, when we're talking about rookie receivers, Jamar Chase is just so far ahead of the pack. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of Jamar Chase's guys, rest (laughs) in peace, Steelers fans. Oh my lord, what that was horrible. That was so bad. If this isn't your sign that Big Ben needs to hang it up, I don't know what is. And let me read you Joe Burrow's stats in a forty-one po- in a thirty-one point win, twenty for twenty-four, one hundred ninety yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> he didn't even play well. <laughs> like, I mean, he didn't a, play. This was bad, an off but... day for Joe Burrow, and they still smoked him. I don't. Yeah, I don't get it, dude. I don't get it. Dude, I, the Bengals have hit. It's the same thing as baseball, right? Where we talk about teams getting hot at the right moment. That's what the and that's kind of what we're seeing with a couple of NFL teams right now. Patriots got hot at the right moment. Bengals, Bengals. getting mm-hmm. hot at the right moment. Yep. Even a team like the Washington football team getting hot at the right moment. <laughs> we'll talk about the Monday night game later. Oh, I'm so pumped for talking about that. Um, some other standout games. Are we surprised that Cam Newton had a bad game? Are we really? I mean, uh, so I'm still on the train of Cam Newton's still a good quarterback. But do you think he starts over yeah, Sam Darnold when Tim Darnold's healthy? Absolutely. Absolutely, he does. Okay. 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 Here's my thing. It's the same as the Washington thing, right? When Fitzpatrick gets healthy, Heineke's still the starter. 100%. The Heineke's te- good. The Heineke's team good. is behind Cam the way Washington's behind Taylor Heineke. Yeah. The team will give up on their coach if he benches Cam. Like, actually lie. benches I'm not gonna, Cam. I'm not going to lie, dude. If I was on the Panthers, I would not be the biggest fan of Sam Darnold. <laughs> no, God, no. <laughs> Cam, and like... Cam, Cam ha- go ahead. Go ahead. All right. I, no, go ahead. I didn't mean. Oh, to I was just gonna say like Cam's Cam's a fan favorite, like in Carolina, like yeah, but like you know how much like more hype those home games probably are with him starting. Oh, absolutely, and Cam just has the better chance in that offense of helping you win. I mean, they okay. tried to turn Sam Darnold into a running quarterback. Well, now you have a real running quarterback. I remember the first few weeks of the season when he led the league in rushing touchdowns. And yeah. everyone was like, well, how is he doing it? And I'm just like, they're running the ball from the one-yard line with him. Like, <laughs> they're just yeah. like running bootlegs every single time they're on the goal line. Yeah. Um, I also think the bigger takeaway from this game isn't that Cam Newton played bad. It's Tua. I wouldn't even say it's Tua. It's that the Dolphins' defense is back. That's true. That's two weeks in a row now. But Tua we saw him do this. or three weeks in a row, technically, but I don't know if we count the Jets game. But we saw what they did to Lamar, and then the Jets, I mean, they made the Jets look like the Jets, as everyone should. And then yeah, (laughs) did this to Cam. Like, the Dolphins are back, and they're going to fight for a wild-card spot. What What kind of consideration do you think Javon Holland should be getting for Defensive Player of the Year? Not Defensive Player of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Ooh, it's tough because there are two guys in this class that are just Pat leaps and bounds, right? And, Mike, and yeah. Micah Parsons. Yeah, just Pat leaps Sertan, and bounds ahead of him. He had else. such a sick game. He had such oh a sick game. Oh, my God, game. it was so good. Justin Her- he made Justin Herbert look 
just out yeah. of this world bad. Um, but yeah, the Dolphins' defense—they're good. Yeah, we knew it really was a good are. defense. They just had to hit their stride. Like Xavier Howard yeah. got hit, got a pick. I'm, I don't think it was his first of the year, but it definitely doesn't have as many as he like has in the past. But right. But Tua was efficient. Colin, Colin like, tw- got a pick. Twenty-seven for thirty-one, two thirty, and a touchdown. No interceptions. That's not a Nobody's bad game. Nobody's talking about it. But rookie Jalen Phillips for the Dolphins had three sacks. Oh, where, where did he come out of? I'm gonna look that up. I ooh, uh, let me let me let me see here. He's a linebacker. Uh, oh, Pitt. Yeah, at a pit. No, sorry, yeah. UCLA. Never mind. Oh well, what do you? I read that. That jersey. sounds more right than Pitt. Yeah. I read that jersey wrong. I saw the blue and uh, yeah. yellow jersey. But, but UCLA, yeah. that's not really like a known college. Like when it comes to I like mean, good players coming out of it, like there hasn't been a lot of like good UCLA prospects coming in the NFL recently. I don't think so. I think the biggest one I can think of is, and it's not that recent, I guess. But Anthony Barr and I think wasn't Eric Kendricks out of UCLA as well. Don't qu- yeah, Eric Kendricks and Anthony Barr, linebacker. You apparently is yeah, the, what the, UCLA the, the, is. the Vikings like UCLA linebackers apparently. Yeah, They're for sure. Big fans. Sure. Um, yeah, we've talked way too much about one of the worst games of the week: <laughs> Panthers Dolphins. Um, but yeah. we saw some good things out of that Dolphins defense. Jalen Waddle's a monster. Um, we don't have to talk about the Eagles Giants game. Um, no, not really. Titans Other than I'm shocked at how bad Jalen Hurts looked, but yeah. Also, speaking of the Giants, I'm a little bit worried about. Uh, you might have seen on Twitter. I have a bet with a guy on TikTok that if Daniel Jones yep. throws more touchdown passes than Trevor Lawrence does, then I'll buy a Daniel Jones jersey. He's currently leading by two. Yeah, that doesn't mean a ton, though. I'm just hoping that Trevor Lawrence picks some picks it up and does not. I, if Daniel Jones actually throws more touchdown passes than him, oh, dude, I'll never forgive myself. <laughs> I, I still don't think that means much, but yeah. I don't yeah. think this week is going to be where much, you get yeah, your no. wish, though. Yeah, probably not. Jaguars yeah, Rams. Plan. So, oh, gosh. Jalen Ramsey. But Giants Dolphins, so they might both fin- finish with zero. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a lot of interceptions thrown between those two guys. Um, yeah. Buccaneers Colts game of the week, 100%. Buccaneers Colts. Absolutely. Game. That was what such a, a good game. game. I was so hoping that the Colts would win. I've been on this, like I've been on this train since the offseason. I've I, I've been saying that the Colts, I think, are gonna win their division. And the yep. Titans are hurt and losing, but the, the Colts just had to run into Tom Brady. And yeah. apparently Leonard Fournette. <laughs> the preview show we did on your podcast before the season, I had yeah. the Colts winning that division. Yeah, I, I think I, I might have had the Titans, but I was kind of like, I think the Colts could make a run for it. You were saying like, you think the Colts could do it, but it's it was it's hard to bet against the Titans. The only reason it seems so obvious now is literally everyone's hurt. Yeah, the Titans, <laughs> Derrick Henry's for the season. AJ Brown and Julio Jones are both on IR, so it's like at least two or three well, weeks. Derrick Henry actually could be back for the playoffs. For like they would have the playoffs, to, and maybe the last regular season. Game. I think I think they but, they would they would have to like. Their best case scenario is getting the one seed in the AFC and getting the first round by. That would which I think they could have done if they had Julio and AJ Brown. Yeah. but now I don't Cause, know because even with even without Julio, they were they balled up on the Rams. So <laughs> yeah, but, but Buck, I think Bucks Colts Jonathan Taylor had an underwhelming game. Okay, uh, I don't not really. They just didn't run I mean, the ball. I know, but they never gave him the ball. I mean, he was still averaging five point two a carry on the few right. carries he did get. Sixteen carries. But, yeah. But I mean, I think the biggest issue was wasn't there like twenty six straight plays where the Colts threw the ball? Yeah, they were they were they were not running the ball. They were not running the ball. Like they just decided they weren't going to, and it worked for the first half. Well it did not work for the second half. It's it's just because I mean they probably game plan a little bit different because the Bucs have the arguably the best run defense in the NFL. Right. So I, if I, I don't know, them, I, I think that second thing. half when when the Bucs came out playing way more pass heavy defense, that's the time to let Jonathan Taylor eat. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they just didn't. It it was both a great coached game by Frank Reich, but also a terribly coached game. Yeah. Like 
It was oh. kind of back and forth. <laughs> For the entire first half, he looked like a genius. And then, to be fair, I don't think the weird turnovers are so much a coaching issue. Naheem Hines having the muffed punt. Um, mm. Everybody's mm-hmm. saying, oh, Carson Wentz had a Carson Wentz moment. He, on the fumble. It was like, yeah. literally no quarterback holds onto that ball. Listen, I don't know what you're talking about. I honestly... I, if you would ask me right now, I would I would put Frank Reich in the top five consideration for coach of the year. Yeah. Um, because I mean he's been good, but I think Bruce Arians is just better. Um, Jets and Texans, other than Zach Wilson coming back and looking mediocre, nothing really much to talk about there. Um, no. Chargers Broncos. I'm just saying. The Broncos are one and zero in games where Drew Locke threw a pass. So, I'm just saying the Broncos would be zero and how many weeks is it? Zero and twelve in games that Drew Locke starts. He is. It's over, dude. Drew Locke is a bad quarterback. Nah, dude. He he can still start somewhere. He just needs a good system. He's just not built for the Broncos system. He can still start somewhere. Don't worry. I don't no. He'll be good. The don't issue worry. is the man's worse at reading defenses than I am. It's probably true. The man refuses to put in any goddamn work at all. Like, it's been three years. He hasn't improved at anything. It's done. He's done. It's over. Four for seven, 26 in an interception. What, what a game. What a performance. Like, I'm sorry. It's bad. So Vic Fangio came out and was talking about it. And he was like, Drew just really needs to get better. He needs to learn how to make plays. You know, hopefully he's more prepared if we ever need to use him again. But hopefully we don't need to use him again. That's the quote. <laughs> Drew's done. That's Teddy's team. And I'm sorry, all the In people Denver. who were calling for Drew Law were then flipping the script back to, oh my God, Teddy, please come back. This is terrible. You're uh, You say this now, but... Who's going to be the one laughing when Drew Locke's the next quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings? Oh, my God. I will fucking shoot myself. <laughs> Could you imagine oh they, tra- they, they trade Kirk for Drew Locke next year? No. If we're going to make a trade, you know Elway's dumb. Just trade Kirk in that astronomically stupid contract and get Teddy back, please. Yeah. Like, okay. Teddy fits our system better anyways. Go get Teddy back. But I have something to talk about on that whole list later. So okay, sweet, sweet. Um, t- yeah. Other other than Pat Sertan balling out, this game really was not interesting. Um, Teddy was just what Teddy usually does, efficient enough to get the win. Justin Herbert looked bad. Um, yeah, it's that Broncos defense, man. I've been saying it all year. That defense is underrated by everyone in the league for some reason. Yeah. All right. Well, we've we've arrived to to the game that I'm sure you want to talk oh, about the most. No, Here we are. Really. Oh no. So, dude, Kirk I... Cousins forgot which lineman he's supposed to line up on on fourth and goal on a crucial down, so and they had to wait that... the timeout. Okay, so that's a little. Uh, so I agree, <laughs> it's stupid as shit, boneheaded. But as someone who actually watched the game. I can say he's getting more hate for that than he should be. Probably. I I was watching it, too, on the plane. So from the second they broke the huddle, right, Kirk looked around, and nobody was lined up right. You see him walk all the way out past the tight end yelling at Justin Jefferson, who's lined up on the wrong side of the field. (laughs) Then he's walking the other way to yell at K.J. Osborne. Then he's trying to get Alexander Madison in position. He looks up. You see his eyes get big because there's four seconds on the play clock. So he just runs up underneath some offensive lineman, and then he calls a timeout. Technically, that whole play was bunged up. But, I mean, it's not good that that's what happened. But I'm just saying there was there's more context to that. Yeah, that nobody wants to pay attention Technically, to. Technically, <laughs> they could they could they could have run a legal play, like they. Could oh have, yeah, it would have just been wildcat. Yeah, if he had if he had like still like went through his cadences and and and, and called for the ball, it would have just gone into Madison's hands. They wouldn't have scored, but <laughs> it would have no. been a legal play. Maybe they would have though. 
Who knows? Might have been a better chance of what actually happened on fourth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dude, that game was tough. I was I was sitting here, so I was on a plane back to Chicago because I was home for Thanksgiving. And they had TVs, yeah. so I was kind of flipping back and forth between the Packers and the Vikings game because those are the only two interesting ones on. And yeah. I, I'm like, the Vikings are like in this. Like the first couple of like the first couple of drives, just like Adam Thielen was just eating that secondary alive. And yeah. I'm I was kind of sitting there just like, this is this could be a blowout. But then they started to kind of slow down a little bit. It it's all I mean, it's our offensive scheme, right? Uh you know, we'll we'll take a lead, and then instead of applying pressure and trying to build that lead, then we just hand the ball to Dalvin ten times, or three yeah. times in a row we don't get the first down. We punt, they go score. Yep. Then we put our foot down, take the lead again, and then we slam on the brakes. And we. Do we I don't know like, why we're so conservative. Process. I don't like, know what. And, and I mean, if we were smart, I get it. I want to use Dalvin Cook too. But every single game, when you watch the first two two or three drives, right? You go out, there's nine. Sometimes there's fucking ten dudes in the box because <laughs> they know we're running it. That's what that's and it's the, like, pa- the Packers did that a lot. When yeah, we, when and we it's like just week. I don't care who our quarterback is, use the fucking weapons we have. I'm sorry, nobody is going to play true man coverage on Thielen and Jefferson. I was going to say, how do you not pick up on the fact that Josh Norman cannot, literally physically, cannot cover Adam Thielen? And just, why why do you stop throwing the ball? Adam Thielen, that one play where he's like standing on the sideline just wide open with his arms out and Kirk just throws it to him. I'm just sitting there just like, where is Josh Norman? What is he doing? Like... And then that was so good. I just love that Thielen was just like walking, basically. Like, come on, bro. He he was just kind of like Kirk was like moving on the pocket, and Adam Thielen was just kind of like pacing back and forth on the sideline, waiting for him to see him. Yeah. And I'm just sitting yep. there, just like Kirk, throw the ball, please. <laughs> like, I hate it because that's how it is every game. One of our receivers, whoever their matchup is, they have them destroyed. But we yep. just stop throwing the ball. Yep. It's ridiculous. I want to talk about the Vikings running back room for a second now. Um, oh, my God. Okay. Because Delvin Cook went down. Yeah. And dislocated shoulder. I think he's out. I don't even know how long he's out for. Dislocated um, shoulder and torn labrum. The Vikings haven't made a decision how long he's out. He's not going on IR from the sounds of it, though. Okay. So, Alexander Madison, we know he's good. We know he's capable. Last time Delvin Cook was out, he had a good game. Yeah. What can you tell me about this guy's name? I can't even pronounce. <laughs> Kenny Nwangwo? Yeah. Didn't he have a kick return touchdown this game? He has two this season already, and he's played a total of four games. Four returns, 171 yards, and a touchdown. Dang. Uh, he has two touchdowns, I believe. I mean, like, oh, or in, that's in just this, from this game. last game. In the okay, 49ers yeah, yeah. game, yeah. Because he also had a kick return against the Ravens. So, which was, I think, his first career start, if I remember correctly. CJ Ham is still on your team, right? You still have him. Yeah, he's our fullback. He's he's the best fullback in the league. I don't know. I'm gonna keep saying that. I don't that. know how much I don't know how I don't know how, how much of a brag that is to have the best fullback in the league at this point. <laughs> yeah, because there's like four teams who use it's one. Like yeah. Use check, ham, <laughs> the guy from the Ravens, Richard, and then Ricard, yeah. And then there's one more. Is Devlin still on the Patriots? No, no. He's, okay. I don't know what happened to that guy. Um, See, I, I don't know. The Patriots are weird. He might still be on the team, and we just haven't seen him yet, but suddenly he'll have a four-touchdown game. We'll be like, where did you come from? Yeah, right. James but Devlin, football I, fullback. But I think those are the four. only three. What is that? I don't know if there's another running back on the Vikings roster. I'm going to say, because... Uh, Kenny Nwangwu is he's a rookie, very right? yeah. he's very fast. That's what I know for a fact. <laughs> but no, yeah, we don't have anybody else on the roster. We have Madison Nwangwu, and then have CJ I uh, have I told you about my pitch yet? What's your pitch? 
Next time the Vikings play the Lions, they should start Kellen Mond just for fun. Uh, that's this week, and I actually agree. They should start Kellen Mond because it's the Lions. They could probably and they could take him out at any time. Right. It's like <laughs> what, if he sucks what's for the, the first worst quarter, that could happen. Hurricane, like I whatever. was talking about this one with my friends. I'm like, this is the worst team in the NFL. Why not just throw Kellen Mond out there and see what he does? Right. And I, <laughs> and I mean, think about it this way too. Our defense, while not being great is easily better than the Lions' offense. Right, like, and, and even if Kalman sucks, Jared Goff's also going to suck. So Right, like, and like we have running backs, so we can just run the ball down their throat, even without Dalvin. Yeah, I'll Use Madison, Madison as the power yeah. guy, and then randomly throw Kenny Nwongwu in there just because super speed. And Dan Campbell's <laughs> just going to be all confused because he doesn't know. He's like, I've, I've never seen this before. Right. And no there's no like, film on Killing Mind. They're not gonna know what to do. Like <laughs> Right. Like I it could work. And uh, yeah, what's the worst that happens? Mond sucks and you put Kirk in at halftime? Cool. You're probably only Or Mond if, just balls out. You yeah, know? Even if you're losing at halftime, it's probably gonna be like thirteen to ten or something. So like, Right. <laughs> Kirk Cousins can hopefully come back from a three point deficit. Um We've seen him do it all fucking year. Yeah. We really yeah. have. So let's let's move on to my favorite game of the week. Oh, the the Rams Packers <laughs> game. Oh man, I don't know if it's us being good or the Rams being not great, but we we had we were in control the whole game, and I loved it. This was the first Packers game in a while where just the whole game I've they've just been in control and they've had the game unlocked. And. I, I was very impressed. I'm not going to lie. I definitely expected a little bit worse. I honestly was, too. I expected the Rams to come out and win this. I mean... 100%. I was, the Rams I was, were off a bye, correct? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, they were. Yeah. I was sitting there, uh, and I'm thinking to myself, you know what? We're probably going to lose today, but we're 8-4. We're and four. That's not that bad of a record. And we, I don't know what happened. I mean, Jalen Ramsey literally things. can't cover Devontae De- De- Adams. Just has Jalen Ramsey's number. Can anyone cover Devontae Adams though? That's a good question. That's that's a good point. But Rodgers was five for five when throwing against Ramsey, which is fun to see. And he like tossed him, tossed him like into the bleachers after his touchdown run. Um, but. I expected so much less out of the Packers, but I was so pleasantly surprised. The weirdest part to me is you get Von Miller finally. He's gotten, you know, healthy. I forgot he, he was has... on the Rams. Yeah. Like, I was watching the game, and I saw him, saw him and I'm like, oh, you. Because he didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the Rams' pass rush did nothing, and the Packers don't have tackles. Like... They the, should have the, been able the to Packers just offensive murder line Aaron Rodgers. Decimated, and Aaron Donald yeah. had only one QB hit the whole game. Yes, Von Miller also had one. Leonard Floyd had one. It's Did like that's even, not good enough when their offensive line doesn't exist. They sacked him once, and <laughs> funny you. Oh, oh I didn't mean to do any of those buttons. I am trying to clean my fucking Go XLR, and I pushed a button. <laughs> my bad. Interesting noises for uh, the listeners who have made yeah. it this far into the podcast. Greg, about that. Greg Gaines was the only Ram to record a sack that game. I don't even know who that is. I don't think he knows who he is. Probably not. Um, but there's not much to talk about. It was a great game, but the Packers are the clear, clear NFC frontrunners at this point. With the way the Cowboys play, they've yeah. already beaten the Cardinals with Kyler. As much as I know you hate to admit Dude. it. Oh, I know. I They really are. And I think the... This is the best I've ever seen the Packers got, defense play in my life. I've never seen a Packers and, defense play yeah. this well. And the offense is finally getting rolling. And, I mean, the biggest thing also is the Bucks have shown they're vulnerable. The Cowboys, uh-huh. I'm questioning if they're going to make the playoffs at this point. Washington's they are making not a push a on that football. division. Washington's like making Washington a could take that division, and then it's like, do they have more wins at the end of the season? Then you know, I'm officially off the Trayvon Diggs train. That guy, well, 
nowhere near right. as good as I, I just don't think he's that good. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. I, I think he gets random hate for no reason. Him versus like 35 year old Deshaun Jackson and he lost. I don't buy I, it. I mean, I did he it. lose? Deshaun Jackson, the first, the Deshaun Jackson burned him on the, like the first play of the game. <laughs> like he so got smoked. Here, yeah, 35-year-old Deshaun Jackson, who's still one of the five fastest players in the NFL. Like Behind Tom Brady, Tyreek Hill. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, Tom Brady is number one for sure. 100%. Um, but Trayvon Diggs, I'm sure he's good, but I'm kind of also debating it at this point. No, he's definitely good. I think the interception... He's Marcus Peters, only better at being Marcus Peters. He's Marcus Peters who can actually get interceptions. Right. Everybody says Marcus Peters is this ball hawk, super big, good. No. Big physical corner. Mm-hmm. But the only difference is he actually records interceptions. Um, yeah, Diggs actually makes you pay for throwing his way But when you think about but it. But he's going to give up a big play also. Outside of him and Parsons, that defense is nothing. Uh, I mean, Leighton Van Der Esch isn't terrible. Is he alive? Where I've literally, I don't think I've heard his name once this entire year. <laughs> like, is um, he? Is he? Is, he's playing. Marcus right? Lawrence is coming back this week. Randy Gregory's coming back. But who? Who are their safeties? <laughs> uh, Malik Hooker, Demonte Kazee, and Jay oh, Rogers. Casey's good. Casey's good. Like and I stand by Malik Hooker's good, but injuries have he killed was, uh, that dude. The Colts, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. The Colts. Yeah, I do. But remember he him has being torn his Achilles like three times. That like, so good. He is the unluckiest. He's the Tyrod Taylor of safeties. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because when he is on the field, he's great. He's just never on the field. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. What what's our next game here? Oh yes, this one's exciting. Do we have to talk about the this is this, this game was remarkably bad. Oh, I didn't watch it. <laughs> not, I was not watching. Uh, I was doing I, something. I wasn't else. either. I had just gotten home from being home. I just gotten back to my dorm. I was just like, I saw that Lamar had three interceptions. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Now yeah. and he ended up with See, four on the I game. Saw that. I saw at halftime, it was like I saw a tweet from the Browns. It was like Lamar has three interceptions and the Ravens only have six points. I was like, shit, Cleveland's you blowing them have, out. They, they, they only had weren't. three points. They only had three that points. Themselves. Yeah. But it's like I was so shocked. I was like, oh my God, did Baker finally remember how to play football? No, no, he didn't. His stats weren't even terrible. He just had that one fumble. Like he was no, 18 but for 37, if, if 247 your defense does, your defense does that to Lamar, and you can't win. Yeah, yeah. That. I mean, how many quarterbacks would have lost you that game? How many? I I feel like you could have put if you put Case Keenum in, they win that game. I feel like oh, hundred percent. I feel like Miles Garrett is feeling the same way that JJ Watt did in his last year at Houston. Yeah. Where basically every year without Deshaun they without Deshaun Watson for a few games and like he was just still putting up good numbers and the his offense just couldn't do it for him. Um yeah. it's like Aaron Donald before the Rams were good, you know. Like there's so yeah. many star defensive players that just start like TJ Watt. Again, he yeah. wants like third or fourth in sacks right now. And yep. who's his quarterback? <laughs> Every player on the Vikings defense for the last like 10 yep. years. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eric Hendricks has been through it, man. He's been through it. Yeah. Um, Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith. It. Poor guy. Poor guy. I do love that Aaron Rodgers came out and said Harrison Smith might be the best safety he's ever played against. He, he's probably right. <laughs> I need it. No, I but I needed that because nobody ever talks about him. And I'm Rogers, glad somebody finally acknowledged Rogers, his name. The, the Rodgers is good at doing that. Right. Like Rodgers We did it for Stafford last year too. 
Uh, yeah, last year Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show and he was like, "Dude, Matt Stafford's so much better than anybody gives him credit for." Right. And he was like, "Everybody talks about Mahomes and the no looks and the jump throws and the Matt, whatever." Stafford's been doing that. And he all, was like, "He just plays in Detroit." Yeah. Like, <laughs> he was like, "There's somebody who's been doing that for a long time. That guy who wears number nine up in Detroit. He's been right. doing that for years, and nobody cared. Nobody cared." <laughs> and then they ask him about Kirk Cousins. He's like. Eh. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, yeah. Speaking of Kirk Cousins, Kirk talk, Cousins. talking about his uh, his former team. Uh, man, what the Seahawks are bad. Like they're real. Yes, bad. they are. They're Russ they, is gone. Here, he Carroll's gone. You might have seen this. Theo Ash put something on Twitter about how he thinks that the Seahawks are going to trade Russell Wilson for Daniel Jones. <laughs> And okay, and Russell so finished his the career. The trade in New York. he brought up wasn't terrible, actually. All, all I was saw was three... the tweet where he was like, "Future Seahawk Daniel Jones, future Seahawk Daniel Jones." So his original <sighs> tweet was like, "What if the Seahawks traded Russell Wilson to New York? You give him Daniel Jones, both first round picks this year, and then like a defensive player, right? So a Leonard Williams." Or he brought up a couple they, other guys who they I need, they need secondary right help badly. So even yeah. like but, James you know, Bradbury, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But somebody from that defense, right? And it's like that trade could work. I feel so bad for Seattle because the report finally came out of what the Bears offered them. Three first round picks, two second round picks, Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks. I would have taken they, that. Seattle said no. I would have taken it. What are you doing? I would have taken it. So it leads me to believe Russell Wilson said, I don't want to be in Chicago. It, would you want you'd to be have in New to be York? To refuse that. <laughs> like what? I, I, I think, so, I think this could end similarly. I wouldn't want to go to the giants. <laughs> see, remember though, part of the thing was he wasn't just wanting to leave for football reasons. It was like, so Ciara, is that how you say her name? His wife yeah. could be n- nearer to other things. And it's like, she spends, the majority of her year in three places, LA, New York, and Minneapolis for some fucking reason. And it's like, wow, well, I'd Wilson, love it if we would trade Russell for him, Wilson to the Vikings. We're not confirmed. going to Russell it Wilson. Would be for, so sick. Russell Wilson. Minnesota Kirk, would win the Super Bowl next year. You know that Russell, Russell Wilson for Kirk cousins and Harrison Smith. Ah, oh, no, fuck that. Anyone else pick anyone else. Eric Hendricks. Linebacker uh, help with. Bobby Wagner, Patrick Peterson. See, Patrick Peterson. Seattle wouldn't want Patrick that because you know I'm what? Wrong. We'll throw. I, you know, we'll give you Patrick Peterson. And I would Cam take Patrick Dantzler. Peterson. I would take Patrick and Peterson. Cam Dantzler. We'll give you Cam on top of it and a first round pick. They, they, there you go, they, Seattle. They might be like, you guys can keep Cam. We'll take. We'll take Patrick Peterson. <laughs> also, <sighs> I do want to point out that the Giants are ha, have a one game better record than the Seahawks do currently. So, yeah. And let's be honest, the Giants do have a better team. Saquon, look at that receiver room. They're, you got Kenny Galladay, yeah. Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, their, Darius their, Tony. Their defense is also better, for sure. Yeah. Like, and that's the that's, Giants are a head coach and a quarterback away. That's the thing, really. dude. If, if Russell Wilson was quarterback in the Giants this year, Kenny Galladay would actually be like, being talked about as a like a top tier wide receiver, but he doesn't. Even, he doesn't even have a touchdown catch this year because Daniel Jones is, is sucks. Jesus, like Kenny Galladay has zero touchdowns. And but, oh Lord, I think the bigger takeaway for me from this Washington Seattle game, Heineke, not just Heineke, but just the Washington football team in general. Antonio they, Gibson, baby, Antonio yeah. Gibson. They look like the team that feels like they think that they can win every game, no matter the situation, at all times. Dude, I, I, I mean, I watched that. I watched that. Uh, that Packers football team game. They, yeah. they, they play tough. They play tough. Yeah. The Packers. And I mean, were, the Packers handled them like with ease, but like what? They, they did not go down. Like, like, look at the final drive, right? Russell Wilson throws the huge touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. And in less than 30 seconds, your defense is already rebounded and is not dogging themselves. That's the thing. They're just uh, like, they're just so short memory. They're like, all right, next play, whatever. 
Here's Fuck it. here's what impressed <laughs> me so much about Washington was you you remember when they played the Bucks and they got the yeah. ball. They're up by like a touchdown. They get the yeah. ball and there's like nine, ten Ele- minutes left on the clock. And they I think it was eleven minutes. Yeah. And they it was drain a ten that minute thing drive. all the way down. And not only do they drain the clock, they score another touchdown yeah. and just completely put yep. the game away. That was so impressive to me. That was great coaching by Ron Rivera, first of all. Yeah. And that was just efficiency from Taylor Heineke and that offense. That offense is that Antonio Gibson and JD McKissick is a pretty good. That's a pretty yeah. good running back room. McKissick had seven carries. Is McKissick okay? What do you mean? He got fucked up last night. Oh, maybe. Like, I kind of thought he died, to be honest. <laughs> no, so he, like, headbutted a dude's shoulder and then his, like, femur. And he was laying on the ground. And you see him trying to sit up, and he couldn't sit up. He said, and I quote, all good. Oh, all right. Maybe he is fine. There's just an article that says that JD McKissick stars in Washington win and his neck injury is all good. So, all good. Okay. You know what? I, that's good. Good for him. Great. That's great. Terry McLaurin was kind of underwhelming, but I, 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 I didn't watch most of the game, so I'm assuming Taylor Heineke just wasn't throwing the ball that much. But, yeah. We want to talk about receivers I mean, who didn't have a good game. Oh, DK. Who are we talking about? Oh, DK. Dude, okay. <laughs> Russell needs really... to throw him the ball. <laughs> I was going to say, he didn't have a target. Russell just needs to fucking... throw him the ball. Yeah. Did he only Ooh. have... Was his was was one catch his only target? Uh, no. I think he ended with four targets. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. But That's still not they would have all been at the caliber. end of the game. <laughs> Yeah, he did not have a target in the first half, I don't think. No, not one. It's so nuts. Oh, whoa. So, I don't know if you want to talk about college football, but there's a couple news things there. Oh, yeah. Donta Jackson, the Panthers cornerback, is on injured reserve now. Panthers can't catch a fucking break. No, they can't. They can't. No, sir. No, sir. Oh, God. Couldn't figure out what that sound was. I but apparently started getting a video. When it comes to college football, Spencer Rattler is going to transfer. Spencer Rattler's going to transfer. Caleb Williams, the better of the two Oklahoma quarterbacks, put out a tweet that was cryptic as hell. I was going to say, uh, I feel like... I feel like... Caleb Williams stays though. Four of our five star recru- five star recruits for next year have decommitted. Like, Oklahoma is in shambles right now. No head really coach. Is. All the recruit they had a five star QB coming in. He's out. <sighs> that sucks. That sucks. I think I'd rather go into USC. See. Doesn't really make much sense to me. Okay, it makes a ton of sense. Actually, that's true. Avoiding the SEC, like, okay. making more money. That I mean, leaving. I'm sorry, anyone who lives in Oklahoma, but you should agree here. <laughs> L.A. is better than Oklahoma in every way. You want to know the funny part also, about this? Sure. the the pod the the pod, the platform that I upload my podcast for tells me like demographics. Thirteen percent of my listeners are from Oklahoma. So. Well, that 13% might be offended at me. You, but you also have to realize, mad. I'm a Sooners fan. But I mean, he's going to make a ton more money mm-hmm. and live in a better state. And uh-huh. let's be honest, while Oklahoma ha- is the more notable school now, when USC is actually humming, right? Yeah. Like when Pete Carroll was there and in... You know, even before that, when USC is humming, they're maybe the biggest school in the world. Like, there's just something about USC. They will disappear off the map for 10 years, get them a new coach, and then suddenly 
that's all anyone talks about. So, mm. oof, I don't know. I, I I think it's a great choice for him, but also again, you get to avoid the SEC. Oh yeah, you get to avoid the so, SEC. So yeah. All right. Well, any other major things that you want to bring up before we uh, wrap things up? I do have a couple, but okay. So, uh, Brian Kelly, the Notre Dame head coach, is moving to LSU on a nine-year, ninety-five million dollar contract. I think that's just because he doesn't believe that Notre Dame can win a national championship. If I'm being yeah. honest. So as LSU soon as the Lincoln Riley definitely can't, but yeah. So as soon as the Lincoln Riley news came out, Caleb Williams tweeted out. Appreciate all the concerns about this situation. I'm happy for Coach Riley, Mama Riley, Sloan, and Stella for the huge opportunity ahead. That's all I plan to say right now. Yeah. He, That's he, the cryptic tweet. He's out. He's out. And then, you know, Spencer Rattler tweeted out that he was leaving. And Caleb Can you imagine Rattler Williams, Rattler Williams and their five-star recruit all just di- dipping? <laughs> That, that well, the five star recruits out and Rattlers out, so it'd be tough to lose Caleb too. That it'd be over but, for them. Um, maybe yeah, maybe maybe tough. Rattler will consider Wyoming. Be a <laughs> be a Josh maybe. Allen type guy. So, all right, I have the one thing I wanted to bring up earlier. Okay. That I just Hit think me. this would be hilarious. I want your thoughts on it. Hit me. So let's say right. Teddy Bridgewater and the Broncos keep playing well. They sneak in as the as one of the final two wild card spots, right? Uh-huh. The Browns bench Baker because he just needs to heal up because at this point he's not helping anyone by playing. And Case right. Keenum leads the Browns to the six or seven seed alongside the Broncos. Uh-huh. And then Washington and Taylor Heineke make the playoffs. Uh-huh. And Minnesota misses it. Uh-huh. So all three quarterbacks who were on the roster prior to Kirk Cousins led their teams to the playoffs, but Kirk's sitting at home. Heineke was a Viking? That is a very real fucking possibility, and I hate it. Heineke was a Viking? Yep. Oh, that would be major. Why do you think I love Heineke so much? <laughs> that would be majorly unfortunate. I didn't I did I did not think about that. Oh yeah. I thought you were talking about how there's Heineke a chance that I thought you were talking about how there's a chance that like every Panthers quarterback that they're currently paying that's not named Cam Newton would make the playoffs because Taylor Heineke was on that roster too. Right. Um, yeah. That's that could also, also be a possibility. Yeah. But it that could would be, be both. so funny. Um, oh, it, and the I thing mean, it is, would be hilarious. It would be you know what the funniest part is? That. All of those quarterbacks have a worse team around them than the Vikings do. A hundred percent. I I had not thought about that. I think that I think Washington makes the playoffs. I'm if I'm being honest. I do too. I, think I still Washington's think Denver sneaks in. But Denver's in. The bottom of the AFC is garb. Well, the bottom of the so AFC. The really... biggest thing is the AFC West is so tight right now. Oh, I, I might take back what I, I, don't... I I might take back what I said about Washington. I just saw their schedule. It's not that tough. Cowboys twice, Raiders, they could lose all three of those. Eagles twice, Giants, they could win all three of those. Yeah. So three and three. But, but they could but definitely the Broncos the are currently once. six and five. This list is very much incorrect. But they're six and five. This list is saying they're at the bottom of their division. The Chargers are also six and five. Denver has the tiebreaker over the Chargers. So how are they below the Chargers? Whatever. But. Here, here, here. <laughs> Let's let's look at the remaining schedules. Chargers yeah. have Bengals, Giants, Chiefs, Texans, Broncos again, Raiders. The Broncos have Chiefs, Lions, Bengals, Raiders, Chargers again, and then the Chiefs to finish the year. The Chargers have a way harder schedule. Way yeah. harder. The only game that's and the a guaranteed Chargers are win for the Broncos. Right. And the only way that the only like 100% guaranteed or should be 100% guaranteed win that the Broncos have left is the Lions. The Chargers realistically should beat the Texans and the Giants. Yeah, but with the way they play, I mean, it, it's going to. I don't trust the, the Giants Chargers and the Texans tough. to beat anybody, though. 
I don't either. But I mean, it depends. How do you catch the Chargers? Because the Chargers are going to go out next week and put up sixty on whoever they play, and everybody's going to be like, "Oh, they're, not, they're not back." Be the Bengals. I don't think. No, but the they're going to go play very Wait, well, and then they're going to so get cool. shit house the next game. Joe Burrow versus Justin Herbert. I didn't even think about that. Yep, yep, yep. But, uh, but yeah. I mean, currently, I mean, the other wild card spots. I mean, the Bills or the Patriots are going to have one. I don't know. The AFC race is super interesting. Super weird. Super. Because you got Patriots, Bills, Dolphins. You got the entire AFC West. They're you got the entire the AFC North, technically, Te- and then yeah. the Titans and the Colts. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's the NFC is a little bit more solid. There's only a few like spots that are really just 100 percent up for grabs at this point. Um, yeah, there's only two spots up for grabs, really. Yeah. And then the one division. Yep. Which is the East. I mean, it's Washington. Yeah, could I think Washington could sneak it. I'm pretty sure the Packers are literally going to clinch in like two weeks. They could. Uh, well, so their they, clinch is tough. Because they lost to the Vikings. Yeah. Because yeah. the Vikings already, can make it interesting for a little while. The Packers' next two games, though, are Bears. Ra- ah, never mind. <laughs> they have Bears. The Vikings' Ravens. next two games are Lions Steelers. The Packers will hopefully beat the bears the ravens will be a yeah. tough game then the browns on christmas day which should be easy with baker um yeah vikings on january 2nd and then they yeah. finish the year with the lions so the I vikings think, remaining schedule is we got the lions that should be a win if it's not cut everybody on the team it's a lion just cut you, everyone throw away tradition if you lose to the lions mike zimmer's gone Hundred percent. He gotta, has to be. You got to. So go. does every other coach on the roster. Like I don't care. Let the players you lose be to coaches. the Lions like, and you spend to be worse. a playoff contender. You fire your head yeah. coaches. You got Zimmer's got to go. Yeah. Yeah. So we got Lions this week. Steelers next Thursday, which should be an easy win, especially since we're at home. Uh, then we yeah. got Bears in Chicago, but I still think we can beat the Bears. The Bears are so bad. So we could be eight and six after the next three. Hmm. Then it gets kind of hairy for two weeks, though. We get the Rams and the Packers back to back. You could easily lose both of those. Yeah. The but nice no, thing for no, us is no we even, are home against the Rams. We aren't going to L.A. So you're, that in helps. La- you're in Lambeau. So. Yeah, um, that I, we knew we were gonna split. We we'd already talked about that at the beginning of the year. Oh yeah, you we and I, you and I both knew that we were splitting. Although so, we're both officially out of the running for our twelve and five predictions for the Vikings. because so, yeah. they've they've officially surpassed five losses. Um, yeah, they've lost games that they shouldn't have. It's insane. That's what that's what I was I was gonna bring this up quickly. The Vi- you, you can say that about the Vikings, but no matter what, the the, the losses are stacking up. Yeah, they, really they have are. to start winning games. It doesn't really matter. If we like, don't go three and zero against the Lions, yeah. Steelers, and Bears, it's over. It doesn't really matter, like what, like the like the reasoning or the excuses are for like losing like the the, the games that you have. They're stacking up. Right. Something something has to happen because right. if if the losses are going to keep stacking up and eventually going to slip farther and farther out of the wild card race until you're eliminated. So, so you know what my biggest issue with our team is, Mike Zimmer after the Packers game came out and said, I love the aggressiveness I saw from Kirk today. This is how I want to see him play for the rest of the year. Go out, "Eh." sling it. Interceptions "Eh." or whatever. Just go "Eh." sling it. And then Kirk's like, eh, I don't know if I want to do that. It's like, that's the thing. Like, Kirk didn't even throw a pick against the Packers. I mean, he did, but the rest. Well, he threw a a couple that should have been picked. And I'm sorry, that wasn't a pick. The ball hit the ground. That's how the rule is stated. When Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show and said, I saw the replay and told Anthony Barr, who I was talking to, yeah, you guys, it's still your ball. We're we're done. And he walked off the field. Like, (sighs) when Rodgers wasn't complaining about it because he knew what it was going to be called before it got called. Rodgers, yeah, Rodgers is just extremely intelligent. He, he, like, when it comes to football, 
Literally, oh, that's yeah. how that's how I judge Packers games. Like when there's like a call that could go either way, all I have to do is kind of look at Rogers' face. I'm like, he knows, he knows, right? It's like, oh, it's not going our way, boys. Let's pack it up. Like literally, because the, sometimes the announcers will call him on it. Like he'll like there was one time against it was against uh it wasn't against the Vikings. It was I think it was against the I forget who it was against, but Rogers takes off his helmet and walked off after like uh. After something like on fourth down that they were like reviewing, and the announcers yeah. are like, "Aaron Rodgers has left the field, and the call hasn't even been made yet." And Rodgers is just like sitting there with the tablet, just like chilling. And they're and then they yeah. make the call that it's the other team's ball, and I'm just like, he he knows he he like <laughs> like say what you will about Rodgers. Because there are person, some where but, he knows, but then the refs make the wrong call, and like, he Rod- gets the same bewildered look. Like, like right, like what? Rodgers. Rodgers isn't like a crybaby. Like he'll no. like, there'll be something that doesn't go his way. Like they like against the Rams, they didn't get a PI call. Instead of complaining to the ref, he'll just kind of shake his head and walk off the field. Like right, <laughs> and he won't complain about it because he knows, hey, we're still gonna win this game probably. So like, because he's also like the most confident man in the world. Oh, absolutely. Um, that's the thing. But- Kirk Cousins is not. <laughs> no, he. Kirk is so gun shy, and that's a pro. That's why I think Kellen Mond might be just better for this team. Because Kellen it's Mond, just like maybe he's just gonna throw the ball around, just like yeah, fuck it. That's that's <laughs> kind of how Jordan Love played in like his first preseason game. Like yeah. he he would just like he he'd just be like, you know what, my fifth string receiver's down there somewhere. Yeah, and then you know what pick. trade I want to yeah. see because I I think it just works better for both teams. Because I think skill wise they're about the same. Screw it, trade Kirk for Baker Mayfield. The Browns offense works more with the little checkdown stuff. The Vikings need a guy who's just confident enough to go, eh, fuck it. And just chuck the ball around uh-huh. the yard. Uh-huh. Like does it raise either team's ceiling? Maybe not. But at least the the position you're in, the guy fits better with I the guys the, you have around him. I think that the Vikings beat the Ravens if sorry, not that the uh the Browns beat the Ravens if Kirk Cousins is playing quarterback. Probably, but I think uh, the Vikings would have beat the 49ers if we had Baker because Baker wouldn't have been afraid to try to make a throw. Baker might ba- not have lined up under the right guard either. Baker Baker would have lined up like next to his tackle. Don't worry. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. Baker's like, absolutely. Baker's so beaten up. He just like can't even think straight. Dude, they need to put Case in for a couple games. Baker's Who they- so fucked up. Are there any games where they can just afford to not start him? All of them, probably. Like the Browns, are, are up, so their upcoming quick. schedule is Ravens, Raiders, Packers, Steelers, Bengals. So, so you start them against the Steelers. You start Case Kim against the Steelers, and then he comes in no. for the season. But you know what I say? The Browns. So they got their bye week now. This uh-huh. is their bye week. Yeah. So. I say you rest Baker against the Ravens and you rest him against the Raiders because those are both winnable games. I can see it. I can see it. But then you have Baker back for the stretch run of Packers, Steelers, Bengals. That's what I'd do yeah. if I was the Browns. That, that could work. That's your best shot at but knowing, going. But knowing the Browns, they'll just be like, nah, he's playing. He's playing right, that. which he's playing isn't game. good for Baker and it's not good for the Browns. Like, I love Baker. I might be the biggest Baker supporter this side of Skip Bayless. But, fuck. Like, Baker's not bad. playing well, bad, and he's bad, hurt. Bad, like, bad, you bad, need bad. to... He needs to get healthy, or he's going to lose you every game for the rest of the series. The season, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he just can't make the throws he can normally make because his shoulder is no longer connected to his body. <laughs> he, he, he's, Which, he's he's so beaten up dude it's ridiculous I don't, did you see that tiktok i made talking about the teddy bridgewater play where teddy didn't dive for the tackle yes yes i, yeah, I think baker's I the perfect one. example from that right baker tried baker to did dive to make a tackle and tore his labrum you know who the you know who and the everybody's clowning baker for that tom did brady see, no do you see did you see joey sly last night He's the kicker for Washington, right. 
and he was like trying to chase down the guy who like blocked their extra point attempt to take him back to the house and just like tore his hamstring and went down. I'm like, you're the kicker. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're not going to catch him. <laughs> like, right. But it's gonna... like We've seen quarterbacks so many times try to make a tackle or dive for a loose ball. Drew Brees almost lost his career back in the San I'm Diego saying. days because he did that. Like Roger, Baker Roger has lost his season because he did that. Right. Roger, like and, you, and everyone like kind of clowns Brady for like, because because like there was this one play against Washington where Brady got picked off and he just kind of stood there in his position. Everyone's like, uh-huh. Tom's lazy, but he, Tom's. It's like no starting class, quarterback dude. does that. No. It's, it's again one of those things where it's like, why are the only two quarterbacks in the NFL who never get to make excuses, Teddy Bridgewater and Lamar Jackson? Is it because they're both from Louisville or what? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. All right. Well, that I've is rambled all, enough. That is all I got. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's all I got. Sweet. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by. Oh, it was great. Appreciate you. Thank you.